0: All right, Dads, I have an awesome guest for you guys today. James Harris is the host of Million Dollar Listing on Bravo TV. He specializes in high-end residential real estate and investment properties in Beverly Hills, Brentwood, Malibu, and the greater Los Angeles region. James and his business partner broke six real estate records in 2019. They represented the seller of a $72.5 million home in Beverly Hills, which was the highest sale in Beverly Hills history. James Harris has been named to Variety's Showbiz Real Estate Elite in 2015, 17, 18, and 19. He was ranked number nine in America by the Wall Street Journal's Real Trends. He has just been crushing the real estate game for many years. If any of you dads out there are interested in getting involved in real estate or your kids are interested in a real estate career, listen up because James is one of the best in the business. It's an honor to have him on the show today. James Harris will be here with me in just a few minutes, so please stick around for the interview. All right, and today's interview with James Harris was recorded on video and is available for you guys to watch on my YouTube channel, so if you'd like to watch the conversation between the host of Million Dollar Listing and myself, please subscribe to First Class Fatherhood on YouTube. The link is in the description of today's podcast episode. Okay, and if you guys enjoyed today's episode and are interested in hearing from other dads who sell real estate, check out my interviews with Grant Cardone, Tarek El Moussa, Kent Clothier, Andy Dane Carter, and several others, all available in the archives of the podcast, ready to listen to at your convenience. Tomorrow on the podcast I'm going to close out the week with a fresh Frogman Friday. Former Navy SEAL Will Brown will be joining me here. I have some incredible dads joining me here next week. Follow me on Instagram at Alec underscore Lace to find out who will be joining me here. If you guys are enjoying the show, please consider leaving me a rating or review on iTunes or Spotify or wherever it is that you enjoy listening to the show. And as always guys, please help me spread the word about this podcast every father in your neighborhood or in your contact list. Let them know about the show to see us celebrating fatherhood and family life. Fatherhood rocks, family values rule and every day is father's day right here with me and i'm going to be right back with the host of million dollar listing james harris i'm alec lace and you're listening to first class fatherhood all right dads if we learned anything this last year it's that building health and immunity is more important than ever and that all begins with what you put on your plate Belcampo Campo is on a mission to revolutionize the meat industry for the well-being of people, the planet, and animals by farming meat the right way with certified humane, regenerative, and climate-positive practices, which means it's better for you, the planet, and the animals. That's a trifecta that I'm proud to be a part of, and right now, First Class Fatherhood listeners can have Belcampo sustainably raised meats delivered right to your door using my promo code FATHERHOOD at belcampo.com forward slash fatherhood and get 20% off your first order. Go visit belcampo.com forward slash fatherhood, use the promo code FATHERHOOD at the checkout and save 20% off your first order at Belcampo. Joining me now, First Class Father, James Harris. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood.
1: Thank you so much. I'm hoping
0: my wife would agree with that. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) I appreciate it. How are you? I'm doing very well. Let's get into it here. How many kids do you have and how old are they?
1: Two girls. I have a seven-year-old daughter and an 11-year-old.
0: Okay, we try for that boy or is that off the table?
1: I am trying and trying, but at this point, she doesn't even want to sleep with me. (laughs) No, I would love a boy, but we're at that age now where, you know, if we want to sleep in, we can sleep in. If we want to travel, they travel. And we're kind of past that infancy stage. And so I don't think my wife is ready for a third yet. Let's see.
0: Yeah, I understand. Yeah, I got four kids myself, and it's so much Ooh. easier when you're, when you're in the zone to kind of stay in the zone instead of yep. getting out of it and going back in. So I understand there. Um, yep. it, it, if you could, James, please just take a quick minute here to hit my listeners with a little bit about your background and what you do.
1: Yeah, of course. So born and raised in London, England. Moved to Los Angeles at the age of 21. Um, I'm now and have been since I was 16 in the real estate industry. Um, I also am on a show called Million Dollar Listing Los Angeles, which I've now done for six years, uh, probably 80 episodes now, and we sell residential, commercial, and investment real estate and have a lot of fun doing it, man.
0: Yeah, incredible success that you've had here, James. And so along this journey, then, about how old were you when you first became a dad and how to becoming a father kind of change your perspective on life? Here? Wow. Uh,
1: so I have a crazy story, which I don't think we have long enough to get into. But I had uh, Sophia, my now 11 year old, when I had just turned 26. My wife was 22. Um, and when I tell you, before having my first daughter, I'd never even held a baby before. And then, when people used to tell me about their kids, I used to think, eh, whatever. And, you know, the day my daughter was born and put into my arms, it was almost as though I'd been holding kids for 300 years. It was like this thing that just came so naturally and a love that, honestly, I can't even explain. And today I've become one of those really annoying fathers that just want to tell other dads about how amazing it's going to be and how it's going to change every single aspect of your life. It's done that for me in the best possible ways imaginable.
0: Yeah, very well said. And I'm right on board there with you. That's the biggest message of this podcast is to kind of blast that message out there about how awesome an experience it is uh, to become a dad and how life-changing it is. Um, is. what, What would you say, James, are the top values that you're hoping to instill in your girls growing up?
1: Honesty, transparency, morals. Um, And just to be a good person. And I come from a family where my mother and father were divorced at the age of one. And my father's kind of been in and out of my life forever. And so for me, it's really about treating our kids with all the love and care in the world so that they feel loved and so that they can carry that message out to others so i think it's just being the best version of yourself that you can be so that you can carry that message out to others and in turn so can they
0: yeah very well said and uh, I have the opposite of you there. I got three boys and then got my girl on the fourth try. So wow. we didn't get, if we didn't get her on four, we'd have five by now, but we got her. And one thing is that I do find myself disciplining her a lot different than I do my boys. And My, my, my wife kind of takes uh, the harsher discipline stance when it comes to her. I'm still trying to evolve and get better as, as, at that as I go here. So uh, what kind of disciplinarian are you as a father to two girls? And is it different than the discipline style that you grew up with?
1: I am a wimp, (laughs) I am weak at the knees, wimp of a father. But what's interesting, when I grew up, um, you know, I used to have my mouth washed out with soap. (laughs) And I think if I did that today, I'd probably have my kids taken away from me in about three minutes. I think times have very much changed, but kids do need to be disciplined and it doesn't need to be with a hand or verbally. It can be done in a way through compassion and love. But where I've learned to change is by saying yes to everything, because I'm the guy that's at work all day, every day, and I want to be the good guy, that actually works against me. Children need to be disciplined for them to have trust. They need to feel as though they can be safe around their parents, their mother and their father. And so As it started, it was always that my kids would turn to their mother because she was the one who would tell them off and discipline them and uh, make sure they sat in their room when they were naughty or lost an iPad or a computer. And what I've learned is actually by being stricter and taking the control, those kids feel as though they can trust in you when they really need something. So it is about standing firm. um, And the most important is if you say you're going to do something, standing behind it and sticking with it otherwise they know that they can just walk all over you um, but every day as parents i think we're learning especially through covid and homeschooling now we're all learning every day and we're all just trying to figure it out you know and that that's the reality
0: yeah a hundred percent yeah i'm included in that batch as well they doing the whole yeah. homeschooling thing and trying to Ooh. adapt and evolve here uh, it's been presented some new challenges for all of us and get, getting into what you do here james uh Uh, A lot of dads, you know, a lot of dads that I that that hit me up and email that they're working jobs that they hate. And a lot of them would love to sidestep into something that they'd like to pursue, like real estate. So what what kind of advice do you have for the dad out there that would love to start dabbling in real estate uh, and get his feet wet? What's the best place for him to start?
1: Well, the first thing I'll share with you is that going to work for me really isn't going to work. I love what I do. I'm excited to get out and do what I do. And I think in any career path you take, you have to be passionate about what it is that you do. The one word I would remove from what you had said is dabble. I don't think you can dabble in real estate. You know, you have to be 110 percent or not bother doing it at all. And I've seen so many people try and get into real estate as a side career, or I'll do that twice a week and then I'll do this. My personal belief is if you're gonna work at something, you have to give it everything you've got. And real estate can be a lot of fun, a really exciting and very profitable business, but you have to be willing and prepared to jump in with both feet, jump in at the deep end, you either sink or you swim, and go for the top. You know, Prove yourself that you can be the best version of yourself that you can be. But you've got to learn the market inside out. You've got to get to know the agent community so that they're there when you're representing a buyer and you've got to become a master of your craft.
0: Yeah, yeah, great stuff, James. And how about right now during this entire uh, pandemic that's been going on here since uh, last, year, uh, you know, what, February, whatever, really, since it hit, uh, how has the real estate market been holding up? What has it like been uh, during this entire coronavirus pandemic? It's <laughs> All right, dads, the barbershops are finally open, but I can tell you right now, there's hair in one place they're never going to cut, and that's right around the area that made you a father in the first place. And when it comes to such a delicate area, you need the right tool for the job. The Manscaped Lawn Mower 3.0 is a premium electric trimmer that is waterproof with skin-safe technology designed to reduce nicks or tugs in those valuables in your short pants. Also, Manscaped just released their Shears 2.0 Luxury 4-Piece Nail Kit featuring tempered stainless steel tools and includes tip tweezers, rounded point scissors, fingernail clippers, and a medium grit nail file so you can pluck your eyebrows and trim your nails in style. And right now, First Class Fatherhood listeners are going to save 20% off your order, plus get free shipping with my special promo code FATHER. Visit manscaped.com and use the promo code FATHER and save 20% off your order, plus get free shipping. Manscaped.com, promo code FATHER, and you can shave that unwanted hair in your underwear today. Yeah, yeah, great stuff, James. And how about right now, during this entire... uh pandemic that's been going on here since uh, last uh, you know but what, february whatever really since it hit uh, how has the real estate market been holding up What has it like been uh during this entire coronavirus pandemic
1: it's nuts man i mean when the when the corona hit
0: we were at home for around three weeks
1: on lockdown and i really thought holy shit we're in trouble and the second We were allowed out of our front doors and kind of the floodgates opened. The real estate market has gone insane. Like in my 17 year career, I've never been as busy as I am today. We've got 15 deals under contract. Everybody buying right now is circumstantial to COVID. People want bigger houses, more land, gated communities, second homes. People realize that they want smaller homes. People are realizing they want Uh, what offices at home. People are realizing they want to get out of an apartment, out of a condo into a home. And so with interest rates being as low as they are and COVID, it's just created this frenzy in the market and everybody's trying to buy. So for us, the real estate market is very strong and we're going to continue to ride the wave uh, and see what happens.
0: Wow, yeah, that's great to hear James and I know that you got your podcast going now, Positively Chaotic. What was the genesis of you starting the podcast and what is it all about?
1: It's a great question. So, Positively Chaotic is something that I've always seen my own life to be. You know, I was grown up in London, uh, thrown out of eight schools, not academic, struggled, wanted to work and I've had this incredibly chaotic path, but I've always stayed positive and so I was always intrigued by other people's journeys. Where did they start? Where were they in the middle? And how did they get to where they are today? And the podcast is really for people that feel maybe less than or inadequate or that they can't be as successful as somebody else. And I just want people to see the journeys that so many very successful people have taken today to realize that it wasn't easy, but it's definitely achievable. And so I want to hear the beginning, the middle, and the end. And it's a it's a really interesting conversation. And I am loving the podcast.
0: Yeah, very cool. I'm going to drop a link in the description of this podcast episode. So my listeners can get over there and check it out. And one thing you say there with a lot of guys, you know, you hear about their journeys where there's a lot of failure in them, and then they overcome something and they become uh, successful. And I think right now, We're seeing where, you know, we we kind of remove a lot of that from our kids, where we're kind of not allowing them to fail as much as maybe we did when we were kids. Uh, We're kind of we see every kid gets a trophy and that entire philosophy. And I think that's doing more of a disservice uh, to our kids. I think maybe at some points we're being a little overprotective as parents.
1: Hit the nail on the head, my man. I uh, truly look back at my life today and say to every failure or anything that I did wrong. Uh, was a learning curve, was a a stepping stone for me to grow. I have zero regrets in my life today. And I try and instill that into my children, you know, it's not a mistake, it wasn't an error, it was a learning curve. And what did you learn from that? And how are you gonna grow from that? And truly, that's how I've become the person I am today. And I'm not perfect and I'll never be perfect. And by the way, I never wanna be perfect, but I wanna continue to learn and grow and become better. And I think uh, you're absolutely right. People are putting too much pressure on these children to be the best instead of just letting them be and grow into what they should become, which is themselves. And, and I couldn't agree with you more on that.
0: Yeah. And, and James, do you have any concerns? Like, I mean, you have two young girls. You are you know, what you, what you do is selling million dollar homes. You're surrounded by a lot of different luxuries <laughs> and stuff like that. Do you have any concern? Or any plan to kind of keep them grounded as they grow up, maybe acts of service or something like that to kind of uh, balance them out?
1: Massively, yes.
0: Uh, You know, today, I always say
1: my life has become going to work is for my children, right? Everything I do is for my children. But at the same time, that doesn't mean every penny I make goes to my children. Our children are going to have to work damn hard uh, if they want to see success. And I want them to make it on their own. And I want them to feel a self-worth of success on whatever journey or path it is that they take. But we're definitely not putting the silver spoon in the mouth. I mean, it's gonna be working. There's chores in this house. We have a point system, a chart system. And no, I think unless you actually earn something, how can you appreciate it? Um, And I grew up with a lot of people that had a lot of money and that's great, but their parents still instilled to them what it means to actually have use of it, to use it or spend it. Because otherwise, how can you ever appreciate things in life?
0: Yeah, yeah, well said. And and I know one thing that the pandemic has created, a lot of people are working from home now and doing Skypes and Zooms and kids are, you know, at home with the parents. Yep. So people are more easygoing when kids are running around in the background and things are going on. But in the <laughs> real estate business, I'm sure that could get a little hairy. So have you ever been in a situation where you're trying to show this expensive home and you had to bring your kids with you for whatever reason and you kind of tried to had to incorporate them into the showing?
1: I have. Funnily enough, one of my kids just walked in and must have seen we were on this and walked right out. Uh, I actually have. And it's funny because we filmed it on the show and it never aired. But I had a moment where I did. I had my 10 year old, was 10, now 11, and she took over the whole showing. (laughs) It was absolutely brilliant. It was like a 45 million dollar house as well. So she couldn't stop telling our client how she never wanted to come back to my house. Um, but, you know, the client had kids. And so she was doing the showing through the eyes of a child. It was actually a very cool experience.
0: Yeah, that could work out where you have them playing in the swings in the backyard or something like that. As, you know, yeah. say, hey, look, this, this could be you.
1: Yeah, I'm not using my
0: kids as a prop just yet. <laughs> Maybe in a few years, we'll see what happens. Get them out there selling for you. Well, uh you, you you've had so much success here already, uh James. What kind of goals or plans do you have here for yourself for the future?
1: To continue growing organically, becoming the best version of myself I can be. Of course we want to continue to grow our real estate business year on year. Um, and I think it's important that people set goals and targets and you know, it's it's important that every year the next is better. And it doesn't need to mean financially better. It can be within, but just to work on becoming the best version of myself year on year. That's it for me.
0: Yeah. Very cool. Last thing I'm going to hit you with here, James, I love to ask all the parents that I get on the pod, all the dads that get on the podcast, what kind of advice do you have for that new dad or for that about to be father who's out there listening?
1: Get some sleep. (laughs) No, I think honestly, the best advice for me is to be supportive to your wife um, and be as helpful as you can and make sure that you share the moments that you can, because when you're a new father, let's be honest, the child basically pees, poos, throws up and really needs mummy. So it's important as a father to come in wherever you can uh, and alleviate some of that stress on on the mother. Um, But just enjoy it, slow down and enjoy it because my God, do they grow up far too quickly.
0: Yeah, very well said. I love the message. This has been an honor for me. I got to say, James Harris, you're a first class father all the way. and Thank you so much for giving me a few minutes of your time here on First Class Fatherhood.
1: Thank you, Alec. Nice chatting with you, my man.
0: Back to wrap things up here on First Class Fatherhood. i got to give a special thank you once again to James Harris for giving me a few minutes of his time here. It was so cool. Please hit me up on Twitter, guys, or drop me that DM on Instagram. Let me know what you thought about today's episode. I always love to read your feedback. Lock it in. Tomorrow I'm going to close out the week with a fresh Frogman Friday edition of First Class Fatherhood. Former Navy SEAL Will Brown will be joining me here. We'll organize the New York City Swim Across the Hudson River. Uh, which raised a lot of money for the GI Go Fund. More on that tomorrow. Locking it into my Instagram account at Alec underscore Lace to find out which dads will be joining me here next week. That's all I got for you guys today. I'm Alec Lace. Thank you for listening to First Class Fatherhood. And please remember, guys, we are not babysitters. We are fathers. And we're not just fathers. We are first class fathers.